Is it art? Is it a masterpiece? It's the Blind Debate. The Blind Debate with Neil and Ricardo. Hello and welcome to The Blind Debate. I'm Neil. And I'm Ricardo. Don't call me, I'll call you. We'll have our people call your people. Mm, bougie. We will have controversial topics, we'll flip a coin and each of us needs to argue their side. We have a guest aside who won. And that person gets the points. At the end of the series, the person with the most points takes home the blind debate cup. It's good for day and evening, business and pleasure. We know the topics beforehand, but we only find out what side we'll be defending when we start. We will have a very artsy episode today. I'm bringing someone super talented on the episode tonight, and I hope that she chooses me. No amount of Photoshop can help you. Please welcome Harriet. Hello. Yeah, this <laughs> I didn't is your know bit. that was me. <laughs> that's always the uh, that's always the catch. Hello. Welcome to the blind debate. Thank you for having me. I'm very pleased to be here. Oh, it's our pleasure. Right. So, Harriet, this is a debate podcast. So, we would love for you to defend yourself, convince us to like you. Right. Yes. Okay. Um, I've had a little think. Um, obviously, as I'm an illustrator, birthday cards are always a personal one personalized birthday cards that's the service you get from my friendship um but also I think I think I make a lot of people feel quite young um as someone honestly hear me out here (laughs) I am someone who is pretty much an old lady living in their 20s I I love getting to bed early I love getting up early I knit I bloody love knitting Tom Daly absolutely love what he's doing now in the olympics the crocheting olympics yeah the crocheting on a side subject his instagram that's that's for another day he has a knitting instagram which is amazing so yes i love knitting um i love i got really into solitaire recently i went on a holiday and to york and the whole evening every evening i was just playing solitaire and i completed a whole solitaire game on my phone Mm. And Ricardo probably knows this already, mm-hmm. probably in some way. I have the most awful memory and I'm, I'm like an 80-year-old woman in, in terms of their memory. But it's actually quite a nice thing because you can tell me the same story again and again and I'm going to react to it like it's the first time. Like, So if you ever want like a good ego boost, just tell <laughs> me a story and I'll be like, oh, yeah, that's great. Wow. I feel really attacked now because I worked together with Herod very closely for six months and I just thought I was a really good storyteller. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, hate to break it to you, Ricardo. Um... But the thing is, I'll never know I'm doing it to you. Like, I'll never know I've heard that story before. So, you know, it's it's an innocent, it's an innocent thing here. I mean, honestly, just for that, I already like Harriet. It's just like (laughs) the ego boost works for me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm with you. Uh, anyone who's jaded before their age, I'm, I'm a fan of. I, I think I'm included in that. Uh, Ricardo is obviously physically the uh, much 
senior. I, mean, uh, <laughs> I relate with the old stuff, but just I'm not 20 years old anymore. I'm just an 80 year old trapped in an 80 year old body. Yeah, his memory <laughs> is, is actually gone because he's old. <laughs> Absolutely, Harriet. I mean, Harriet is playing down her illustrator skills. She is very, very talented. So, Harriet, you have a lovely, lovely Instagram with. 300 million followers is it oh come on no it's not it's not it's it's a few it's in the it's in the thousands it's oh. yeah i don't i don't i don't i always blush when i talk about it because i feel like i'm going oh look at me look how many followers <laughs> i've got um yes i i have a nice i have a nice following on there it's a it's a little bit more than the 23 we have right <laughs> and they're all my mom yeah slow <laughs> slow and steady wins the race as my mum would say what's the handle for your instagram my instagram handle is uh at harriet noble art that's it there beautiful go check it out but not before you listen to the rest of this episode we need the listens absolutely all, 20, <laughs> all, all 23 of you um, and while you're on instagram uh ricardo what's our handle i always forget no i'm joking it's at blind debate podcast please follow us if you follow harriet you need to follow us anyway yeah, it's the same team, right? <laughs> That's a good good way to get a thousand followers. Uh, Right. So we need to warm up for our podcast festivities later on. This first bit is called In My Defense. And we are going to try to defend something that is universally despised. And since Harriet has this artistic illustrator thing, uh, we chose a very specific topic. The topic for In My Defense is Comic Sans, the font. So Mm. we're going to have to defend it. Just reminding you. And this is for all three of us. Who would like to start? I can go. Go for it. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but I I think it all started, didn't it, where, uh, you know, you had the little paperclip in Microsoft um, things that would give you little helpful hints. I think there was a version of that that was like a little dog and it'd give you helpful hints. And I think Comic Sans appeared in that and then it just exploded and it was everywhere. It was super popular, billboards, advertisements. People loved it, loved by everyone, right? And then two people came along and were like, ban Comic Sans. We hate it. It's awful. And then that's it. Ban. It just died. It died like that overnight. Influencers. Yeah, that was, oh my gosh, this this was the very first breed of influence, wasn't it? But it was just with font. Wow. Yep. Haven't we come a long way? (laughs) (laughs) We, um, we used to troll fonts. Yeah. <laughs> and it's such a shame, isn't it? Because it's like two people just decided the fate of one font um, and that's it. It's hated everywhere. Um, but I, I reckon, you know, these things come back around. I think we're going to love it. We're all going to love it really soon. You know, like dad trainers, the really ugly trainers. Yeah, the new balance. Ev- yeah, everyone bloody loves them right now. So yeah. it's only it's only a matter of time, I think. I, I agree, uh, Ricardo. You'll you'll be absolutely astonished uh, at the fact that I actually did some prep for this session. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, so, only the, took you two seasons. Absolutely. The <laughs> creator of Comic Sans, Vincent Connor, uh, he said about the attacks over Comic Sans. Uh, if you love it, I, I reckon he's probably French. It's probably Vincent Connor. Uh, so, uh, if you love it. You don't know much about typography. But if you ate it, you really don't know much about typography either. And you should get another <laughs> hobby. So uh, Vincent, that's brilliant. Vincent that's didn't it. care 
at all about people who didn't like Comic Sans. So I'm with him, and uh, I think he defended it himself. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, I, I've I've gone to school for graphic design, and it is like the like the pompous designers always hate it. Oh, it's awful. There's not like yeah, it's it, if you think about typography, it is bad. But most people don't understand typography at all. I think the good thing about it is it's kind of like the first font of when people started actually having fun with graphic design at home. So it used to be like you have one font, the computer font. Whatever font comes on the text editor, that's the one you use. But then they're like, oh, you know what? You can have fun with fonts. Fun with fonts. That could be our next podcast. But yeah, it it's not all fonts are alike. And Comic Sans was kind of like the first adventure that people usually take. Like, ooh, look at this. It's all schnazzy. Let's use this one. Awful. But still, it's your first step into the mad world of fonts. That's it. Like, uh... The mad drug-laden like pimp full world of fonts who knew that uh, comic sounds would be compared to the world of pimps um <laughs> the principality of monaco also uh they use comic sounds as their emergency script um so wow. if you walk around and you see a defibrillator comic sounds what what a contrast i know right it's because all the pimps that have heart attacks in monaco that's it yeah yeah yeah. there's also a there's a comic sounds day as well uh on the first friday of every july so um there you go oh my goodness and i just i guess is do you see the font everywhere you know you go to your you read your newspaper it's in comic sans i would hope that would be the only way that it should be uh i just think it's just such a fun thing isn't it i wouldn't mind that if i opened up you know my news in the morning everything's so depressing isn't it but suddenly you know climate change comic sans it's all right (laughs) you know didn't die in car accident but it looks so fun You'll see everyone looking at their phones in the morning with smiles on their faces because it's just, just comic sounds everywhere. Exactly. It's just it's just such a fun and groovy font. Like I always associate it. You see it a lot in um school, um, like lots of school worksheets and things and textbooks are always in comic sounds because you know it's fun, it's yeah. light, breezy. So I just it, associate it. It looks like it with... it's handwritten, so it's it's yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Your teacher writes your, you know, your written report, you know, must do better in Comic Sans. And it's, <laughs> you know, it's, it's fine because it's, it's fun, groovy, breezy. <laughs> you just described me. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're Comic Sans. <laughs> May I, I'm the embodiment of Comic Sans. In which case, cancel Comic Sans. <laughs> <laughs> I am pretty pimping. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I am old and pimping, so I'm definitely comic sense. <laughs> <laughs> the French do appreciate me, so yeah. All right, so I feel that comic sense has been truly defended and vindicated by us. Uh, the French shall love us. Our our listens in France should go up now. Viva la Bonjour. comic sense. <laughs> uh-huh. So now it's time for the actual debate. Damn right. We make the rules. What are you going to do? Call the police? No my podcast uh <laughs> all right so we're gonna fight for harriet's approval like a biochemist at an anti-vaxxer march i'll try not to let you draw any conclusions oh thank you uh <laughs> very good very good get it yes all right i have more don't worry uh, right our first topic today is chocolate mm, chocolate mm. right neil would you like to flip a coin for yourself to see if you're going to be defending or going against chocolate absolutely so if i get heads i will be defending chocolates and if i 
uh, get tails. I forgot what the other one was there. There's only two. Uh, if I get tails, uh, I will be attacking uh, Chocolate. I flipped a coin and it's heads. Oh. So I'll be defending <laughs> Chocolate. Uh, I'll set a two minute timer. And Ricardo, oh, no, no, no. You're going to start this one. I I'm going to start this one. You need some time to start thinking. All right, you know how it is. <laughs> Ricardo, do you have a, a timer for uh, me? I have a timer for you. Your time starts now. Right. Chocolate. Uh, basically, that's all I need to say. Uh, <laughs> Ricardo, over to you. I'm, I'm joking. I will give you something. Um, so there's milk, milk chocolate. There's white chocolate. There's dark chocolate. There's chocolate brownies. There's... Uh, mint chocolate there's orange chocolate terry's chocolate orange if you fancy uh you can have aero you can have uh, crunchy you can have dairy milk you can have dairy milk fruit and nut you can have all sorts oh just fancy a little bit of chocolate now i don't know about anyone else uh, listening but um that's basically all you need to really know chocolate is the essence of life without chocolate we don't really have enjoyment uh when you get home and you've had a bit of a, a dodgy day all you really want just a little bit of a square of some sort of chocolate your favorite or even not necessarily anywhere near your favorite because chocolate's still chocolate uh it could be dark chocolate potentially uh lint or lindor uh, they do uh, all sorts of different flavors. You can get a lime uh, dark chocolate from there. You can get the, uh, the mint balls, uh, which is pos- possibly one of the best chocolates ever created because it is a, a sphere of chocolate uh, with liquid chocolate, also known as the essence of life, uh, inside said chocolate sphere. Um, so if you're not, uh, if your mouth isn't uh, drooling right now, uh, there must be a problem with you because mine is drooling like a Labrador's. Um, chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. Uh, that's it. That's just there's nothing to say. It's just the best thing in the world. Ricardo, over to you. Wow, you're you're forfeiting your rest of it. Confident, confident. <laughs> All well, you need to so, say. Now, now I can see Ricardo now, sweating. It's my. <laughs> It's my easy test now to go against chocolate. Neil, do you have a timer for me? Are you ready? I am ready. As ready as I'll ever be. To attack chocolate. Uh, Three, two, one, go. All right, Neil, you did a really good job at listing like 400,000 names of chocolate. Chocolate. But not really a good argument. Chocolate. Just for two things. First of all, yes, chocolate tastes good, but it's really bad for you. It's really bad for you. It makes you fat. It makes you sick. And you never do, oh, I'm just going to do one little square of it. No, you eat the whole freaking thing. It causes fights in families because, oh, who ate my chocolate? There you go. So family disagreements, that's all chocolate's fault. Pimples, yes. Your face is going to be covered in zits because of chocolate. You're going to have diseases because of the sugar because of all of the calories that you're eating with your chocolate so that's really bad you said that your mouth was drooling like a labrador you know who dies if they eat chocolate labradors (laughs) chocolate kills puppies would you be for anything that kills puppies Okay, so Harriet, I want you to know that if you go with Neil, you are killing puppies. Whoa, <laughs> I whoa, just want to whoa. say that. Okay, so if you want to kill puppies, destroy your skin, be fat, and have diseases, then you go with Neil. If you want to be a healthy, normal person that doesn't like to kill puppies, you go with Ricardo. 
who hasn't listed any chocolate. 20 seconds I, left. I don't need them because every second that I waste, a puppy dies. <laughs> Sound, sounded like a little bit of a threat there to me there. But uh, anyway, uh, Harriet, over to you to decide uh, which which side of chocolate you prefer. Mm. But it's a it's a hard one, isn't it? Because it's very it's very polarizing. You, you mentioned like puppies, but then we're talking about all different types of chocolate here. They all Gosh. kill puppies, by the way. <laughs> Let me think here without the puppy thing coming up in my head, because that's that's a very visual, very stark image there. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I am I'm a big chocolate eater. I around Christmas time, I've got the Quality Street out. The, I know, didn't even mention Quality Street exactly. There's yeah. so many. You just could go on, couldn't you? There's yeah. so many different types of chocolate that just you know, and it's nostalgia. It's you associate it with the holidays and just you know, chocolate ruff, ice cream. Ruff, carry it, <laughs> Desperation there. Yeah. And. I have to say Lindor as well. That spoke to me. I I love Lindor. I think it's just one of the best inventions ever. Like how how do they do that? How do they keep the chocolate inside soft? That's what I want to know. Magic. Magic. Don't say anything about puppies, Ricardo. I can sense it coming. <laughs> it's the, their Swissness. It's the, the puppy tears. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's the tears of puppies that make it soft. <laughs> Uh, um and just have you ever been to one of those Lindor stores where they have all the different like colors I because until then I thought there was only one type of Lindor ball and it was the red one and that was that was good enough for me that was I was sold oh no you haven't lived oh there's the white chocolate ones there's the dark chocolate ones there's a pink and a green one I didn't even get to the part that I was going to say that white chocolate isn't even chocolate but I, I ran out of time so go on but that is that is very true. And Ricardo, your, not... is your phone ringing? Because it, it your phone screen says desperation's calling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Lindor, that on its own is just is is very convincing, isn't it? It's there's there's just so much there, and it's it's such a relatable thing as well. There's not many people. I mean, there are some, but most people in the world love chocolate or have at least tried it because it's that popular. But then the puppies. I just can't stop thinking about the puppies. Um, I don't have a dog, so it doesn't really affect me. But my parents have a terrier. And if you've ever owned a terrier or ever known a terrier personally, they will go for anything. You drop something on the floor, it is gone. It does not even hit the ground. So you sit there with a chocolate ice cream or, you know, a Cadbury's chocolate bar or Terry's chocolate orange and a little crumb comes out. And it goes on the floor. It is you don't even see it. It is gone. It, the dog is already at your mouth, just eating. The key there is to make sure you don't lose any crumbs and enjoy all the chocolate possible. That is true, but then you have to worry about that, don't you? You have to think about it. You have to think, oh gosh, you know, where's where's the dog? Is the dog around? Is it safe to eat chocolate? So that that would worry oh, here, me. Here, here's, really... here's the ticker: the dogs love it. <laughs> <laughs> They do. It's not something that they turn their nose up. They actually go for it, don't they? They go for anything. I used, my childhood dog used to eat um, ice cream at the park, um, any sort of fallen ice cream at the park, including chocolate ice cream. But I think there's very little actual chocolate in chocolate ice cream, so we're all good there. So yeah, the the dogs that that's 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 speaking to me quite a lot. But 
also coming from a large family where my parents both had their own individual dairy milk large chocolate bars <laughs> but they never labeled them um because you wouldn't would you you wouldn't go like I'm gonna you know put a sharpie on my dairy milk you wouldn't think to do that but the amount of oh, you don't know me clearly but go on <laughs> the amount of arguments we had in our household over have, have you eaten my roe is that a row? Am I missing a row? I swear I had five rows. Now I have four. Where did that row go? Who ate my row? And it's just this like detective investigation as if, if there was always five rows or were they just mistaken and they've actually just eaten it themselves and forgotten about it. So yeah, the, I do I do agree with the arguments. That's a very real thing. That's very That's very relatable. And I am also one of those people that suffer from acne after chocolate as well it's it's like clockwork isn't it it's it's funny and it's only with chocolate it's like your body knows it's like i'm gonna punish you for this joy for this joy that you're experiencing it will be fleeting it will be momentary and then you will have this lovely giant volcanic spot on your face for the rest of this week yeah so i think i think i might come to a conclusion of of who might have won that one, and I actually think it would be Ricardo. Ooh. Oh yes! I didn't. Oh, I did one. not believe in myself on that one. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> if it weren't for the dead puppies, I don't think I would have won. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I think it has to be the puppies that did it for me. You you spoke to me. That's something that I could really relate on. It's it's very hard to look the other way when dead puppies are on the table. <laughs> That is also a very visual image there. Yeah, just a tad. Yeah, Ricardo yeah. always has a go at me when I get when I get graphic on this, but that's what it takes to win. I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> you play dirty. I play dirty. Right. So yeah, I, I told you I was gonna draw some conclusions. I definitely painted a picture on that one. Uh, <laughs> perfect. So I get the first point. The next topic we're gonna debate is a showstopper. It is Eurovision. So for those of you who don't live in Europe, Eurovision, that I didn't know until a couple of years ago when I moved here, is this amazing extravaganza night where all the European countries, which for some reason include Israel and uh, Australia. Australia well, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so yeah. odd. They come together in one night and battle on the best way they can with pop music. And all the other countries vote, and then you have some kind of decision. Something happens. But Eurovision, that I'm just going to put the context out there. I'm going to flip a coin to see if I'm going to be defending or going against Eurovision. And it's heads, so I'm going to be defending the Eurovision Song Contest. All right, Neil, do you have a timer for me to start defending? I do indeed. Three, two, one. Go for it. All right. So the Eurovision unites us, much like the Olympics uh, that only happened four, one time. The Olympics only happen one time every four years. Imagine if they happened every year. And imagine if instead of jumping hurdles or doing acrobatics, people sang pop music. Wouldn't that be amazing? Glittering costumes and amazing sets and uh, an Italian person singing metal rock for some reason. Yes, I am here for it. Eurovision 
is a staple in the culture of Europe and is actually going further than Europe. As we said, they have Israel, they have Australia. The United States is kind of getting really into um, Eurovision as well. So it is something that unites all of us. It shows us different cultures. It makes us think, oh, what would they sing about if Finland had a song? We know what they would sing about because we can see it in Eurovision. It's probably someone dressed as a little boy in an ice cap, which is amazing. And they're singing a tango for some reason. Yes. Also, play Yaya Ding Dong. (laughs) (laughs) That is all that I need to say about Eurovision. How much time do I have? You got 30 seconds still. Oh, you think more about your vision then. Uh, so, yes, not only that, you can't vote for your own country. So it makes you think about which other countries you would like. And you actually have viewing parties with lots of alcohol and getting friends together and tweeting about it. So it's a huge event. It's kind of like the Oscars, but not as pompous because it's fun and it's kitschy and it's campy. So you can have fun with it. And that's all I'm going to say other than play Yaya Ding Dong. Right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, ding dong is uh, Ricardo's argument there. Ricardo, do you have a two minute timer for me? Play, yeah, yeah, ding dong. No, yes, I do. <laughs> it is starting now. All right, Ricardo, here's why you're wrong. Eurovision is a total and utter waste of money. It's not needed, it's embarrassing, and quite frankly, Britain should never have entered because I'm pretty sure we, we always get zero points every year. Um, no one likes us, and does anyone like Europe? in the rest of the world there's been two world wars uh, on the planet both caused by europe um europe doesn't get on that well with each other in fact uh, a certain country has has, has left europe uh, recently um so what does a concert once a year do to bring europe together nothing in fact it costs each country 5.3 million pounds to enter eurovision and donate that money for a big old show in some random nation of the world, not even Europe, because it, it does travel the world now, um, around the world for no reason. Uh, people dress up in uh, crazy outfits that you could find in a local club down the road. You could just have a night out with your friends. You don't One need minute. to watch some crazy thing with Graham Norton going, oh, and now Latvia have uh, decided to have a discussion Uh for hours and hours and hours. Eurovision is dated. It doesn't need to be around anymore. We need to find a new way of entertaining our people. If you want to bring Europe together, bring Europe together with a different motive. Bring them together with a different activity. Even watching the Euros, uh, footballs, uh, international finals this this year brought Europe together. People travelled around, even though there's a pandemic, uh, travelled around and, and watched football together. Yes, the English were idiots in the final, but that's that's the English for us. That's the reason we're not in Europe anymore. Um, the rest of Europe had a lovely time. Everyone was friends and enjoyed their camaraderie. But Eurovision costs an absolute fortune, makes no sense. You don't win anything, really. Instead, you just get to pay more money to the EU. Anyway, over to you, Harriet. Enjoy Eurovision. Yes, Harriet. Eurovision, and because we all know that football comes for free. Go on. <laughs> that, is, that is very true. At least you win I a trophy. With... <laughs> I never trophy. win anything. That's just listen to season one. It's the participation that counts. I, I, you know what? I agree with so many of those, both of those points. Really, I, I am a Eurovision watcher. I watch it most years. I, I try and watch it all the way through, uh, catch the beginning, all the way to the end, which is a commitment. 
because this is a few hours. Um, you know, you have to get dinner, drinks, snacks, just to keep you going, just to give you the energy. Um, but it is, isn't it just the best thing? All the, all the songs, all the, oh my God, I can't believe they just did that. What is that song? What are they wearing? The Italians sniffing cocaine this year, yeah. Yeah, right. All of these, all of these like amazing things on Twitter. It's just entertainment. It's just pure entertainment. I think that's, it's great if you don't take it too seriously. If you don't hope that England will get any points. If points. You just, it, if you just, not, not, yeah, nothing. You, you just wow. expect that England is there, you know, for the, the light <laughs> entertainment um, and and just accept it that that and you can have a really good time so the issue for me though yeah people take it so seriously like they get elton john to write a song who takes oh god takes your vision serious anyway i'm not karen hasn't made her mind up yet yeah (laughs) Yeah. so i i agree with the whole eurovision party things because that's definitely me it's definitely an e-thing i've also i've listened to the soundtrack after i've watched the movie i'm i'm definitely a fan so you know that that's definitely swaying me but like just the fact that every year England don't get any points every year I you know to expect it or not every year that they don't get any points just they're always bottom it's just a bit disheartening isn't it you're just like well what's the point you kind of feel like a little kid like well I'm not playing anymore <laughs> well, I'm not going to be able to to participate or really get noticed what's the point so it's a, yeah it is you just you do feel a little bit pointless in that and it is a lot of money. And all you do get to win is to pay a lot of money, which is probably the worst prize. Like, really, who is the real winners here? England. They will never win. They will <laughs> never have to pay. They've figured it out. They've they've figured out the system. That's what we're going for here. But really, it is, it is a bit of a popularity contest, isn't it? It's, it's everyone going, well, we all like you. You're our best friends. Do you want to sit with us? Um, and England, we're we're very just very much the unpopular kid at school, aren't we? So it is it is a bit sad. Um, but the songs are great. There is like it's almost like its own genre, isn't it? Like oh, that's a Eurovision song. Like yeah. oh no, that's not very Eurovision, is it? It's Crazy very like it's metal very normal. With a tambourine. Yeah, a, yeah, exactly. Or a giant thumb walking across the screen. You know, like the hand and the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was that Germany? I think did that this year. Um, so you'll never see anything like that anywhere. Um, I just think, where would we be without Eurovision? So I, I'm going to have to go with Ricardo because I just can't. I think it's there's a bit of personal feeling there, I think. Um, <laughs> but I align with a lot of what you've said. So I, I, I didn't even use the dead puppies on this one and I was ready yeah, to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things. Do you know what? I've I've never watched Eurovision. The next day, there's uh, always like clips of it on, on bits. So I always sort of see clips, but... I've never actually watched the show because every time I've gone to, I'm like, why do I want to sit there for six hours watching some crazy people singing really weird, bad songs that are never going to be aired okay. anywhere else? Next year, three the three of us, we're doing a Eurovision party. <laughs> I would if, love that. As long as there is, is some chocolate there, that's fine. <laughs> well, don't bring your dog. <laughs> <laughs> no dogs allowed. Right. Speaking of things that can kill you, I already won the episode, but I still want to bully Neil. And bullying is definitely in our next category. The third topic tonight is PE class, or if you're American, gym class. So physical education, whenever they make you do sports in school. 
Neil, do you want to flip a coin to see if you're going to defend or go against PE class? Absolutely. I'm going to flip a coin now. It's heads, so I will be defending PE slash gym class. Uh, Ricardo, you will be attacking uh, everything about PE and gym. Uh, do you fancy going ahead? Sure. I won already. I don't care anymore. <laughs> All right. Three, two, one. Go. As a fat kid, PE class was the worst thing ever. What a star. You're, you're always the last one picked. You're, I, I actually, so in Brazil, PE class is basically playing soccer or football. And they maybe play with the girls. I was that bad. Golazo. Not that not the girls are bad, but they just like the boys didn't want me in their team. So I had to play with the girls. So that is all trauma, the trauma you need to know right there. Also, once they made me run laps and I threw up. So it's I, I feel I'm just sharing too much about myself. Did you have too much chocolate that day? I did. I was like a dead puppy. Uh so yes. P class kills puppies. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> Stop bringing up the puppies. <laughs> I, I, I just found my niche now. Uh, so yes, P class just in, it's an incentive for kids to be mean, and it's an incentive for kids to bully each other, and it just makes kids be bad. So at the point of your life when you're very uncomfortable about your body and your social status why would you pit kids against each other like gladiators that's just bad parenting it, it no it's a no for me don't do PE class I actually at, at the point that I could I just got a doctor's notice and like I'm sorry I can't play soccer because I have glasses on yeah I of course I didn't care but no I got excused from PE class as soon as I could not because of the physical aspect, but because of the mental agony of being picked last and being picked on. So no PE class. And if any Brazilian that did gym class with me is listening, so I don't care about you. And it's over to Neil. Right. So that was a uh, journey into uh, the 1931 uh, childhood of Ricardo. Uh, being, attacked. I usually have to pay by the hour to say these things. But go on. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Fortunately, no one was listening. Um, so, <laughs> Ricardo, do you have a... as much a burden on you as it is on me. But okay, I have a timer for you. You have a timer. Fantastic. And it starts now. All right, Ricardo, even though I feel bad saying it, here's why you're wrong and your argument has no valid stance. So PE uh, or gym class is actually incredibly important uh, for a child's life. Uh, it's incredibly important to an adult as well. Health and fitness has been uh, more important than it ever has been uh, because of uh, chocolate, as you said in your argument earlier in the episode. Um if we didn't have PE class or gym class, the obesity rates uh, in child uh, population would be rocketing even further than we than it is now, which is quite something. Uh, PE class uh, is there to uh, bring our health, our fitness, our mental sort of freedom into the outside world or in a gym if it's raining particularly heavily uh, or depending on the cruelty of your PE teacher. Um and it lets you just enjoy yourself. You're not in a classroom. You get to play a game. You might you might have that fun one where you have to pick the ball up and, and throw it at each other. Do dodgeball. There you go. That's what it is. Forgot, uh, forgot it for a second, but it's there. Um, it, it inspires self-discipline. Uh, you're able to sort of figure out a game. 
you figure out where you stand in it and you have to teach yourself to be in a team and work with a team so uh, you know you can you can develop uh, peer relationships uh, you can also be in an environment uh, that teaches you goal setting so you can uh, if you say you threw up after running ricardo uh, if you had kept going had the determination which it would teach you eventually you could have improved and, and, and made a better time uh, without throwing up over time uh, and turn that frown upside down and enjoy your PE class and gym. Harriet over to you. Oh gosh again another hard one. Yeah he's just bringing his emotional trauma into this uh, in this episode. And that's how I'm gonna win. <laughs> well, I already won. <laughs> It, it, yeah, it is hard to argue against the, these really traumatic sort of memories, isn't it? And 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 say, right, no, I I don't agree with you on that. <laughs> like your feelings are not valid <laughs> in this argument. Um, it's funny, isn't it? Because that was a very I th- I feel like your experience is quite a universal thing. Because we in my school, I, I went to a a Catholic private school, so we had like and it was forty boys in a year and uh, like five girls, and when it came to PE, boys would go off and, and play football. Girls would do like netball or tennis. And all the boys who didn't want to play with the boys um, would come and play with the girls. And they were always the, the the kids that, you know, wouldn't get picked first. And, you know, a bit sort of, they were considered like, I'm not saying you are. Fat, Ricardo, the fat kids. It, the fat kids. The fat kids. It's fine. She, she I was actually going to say I'm popular. I was going to say I'm popular. You're, you're taking also, the words Ricardo. out. You're unpopular because you're fat. It's fine. <laughs> um and it is yeah and it is it's is a sad it's it's a sad experience for some kids and but I I like to think that as a group of girls we gave them a really good time um we did a lot of yoga um you know we did a lot of um if you've ever heard of Davina she had her own <laughs> have I just said something there which has been completely as a group of girls we gave them a real good time <laughs> Okay. So where private schools get the... Uh... So I'm gonna, I was talking about a bunch of an 11-year-old girls there, so that's, that's on you for taking deeper. that. <laughs> that is obviously not what I meant. Right, okay. Crying. <laughs> Moving on. I'm going to move swiftly away from that subject because that's clearly... I'm going to dig myself a hole deeper. You can't argue with health and fitness. You can't. It's it's you know it enables your chocolate habit. So yeah, I th- I feel Ricardo has a has an argument, but I feel like mm. it all comes down to the teacher. Yeah, yeah. It's you could have a really bad experience just based on the person who, who's mm. leading that. You could have really. I had some really great PE teachers that would just like channel your aggression into playing football, and you'd be like, yeah, and you know go for it and I, I was on a girls football team and it was great and I was this shy little 11 year old girl but when it came to football that's where all my anger went and it was great um you know any argument was going on at home football loved it I was very bad we actually got trophies for being the worst um I've still got it but I didn't care it was I got a trophy at the end and I, I have a lot of good memories personally so this all comes from a personal opinion do you remember when the they got all the like the gymnastic um, equipment out like the, you know jump over yeah, the horse the, the weird ladder the, thing yeah the climbing the frame yeah, going the up rope. the rope the I don't rope know what that was about I, I never saw yeah. anyone actually climb that successfully 
No, I never did. You just sort of swing about, wouldn't you, and just yeah. fall off. I wouldn't even try um, it. They'd be like, come on, go for the rope. And I'm like, no. Yeah. You'd like to think you that you could. I'm like, no, I'll do something else. Yeah. yeah. Just climb up that ladder. My, my pee was just, it's football, football, goal. <laughs> yeah, that's all, that's all we had. Yeah. So I, I guess, yeah, it depends It depends on your teacher. So um, I'm going to have to agree with Neil. It's all oh, a little bit too late, uh, but yeah, as, as Harriet has just <laughs> I am sorry. Um, uh, Ricardo's emotional trauma is irrelevant. <laughs> Much like 12-year-old me, your success is irrelevant. Uh, <laughs> because, <laughs> because I still win. Much like the, the, the coach in dodgeball, all I have to say to you, Neil, is Dodge, duck, div, dive, and dodge. Yes. You definitely looked that up just, just before. I did. Didn't you? I, did. Yeah, I haven't written down. <laughs> I haven't written down because I could never say duck, duck. No, I see I can't say it even with it written down. Right. Lovely. That has been a great episode. So, Neil, I am ahead. I have one point more than you do, but don't worry because in the final, it's worth all the points. If you win the final, you win the game. You're definitely not going to win that one. But before we let Harriet go back to her illustrations, we have our last segment of the show that is called This or That. And this is for the three of us. We're going to give a set of two topics each, and we'll try to defend one side of them, just which one we prefer best. And our first uh, set for This or That is Metric System or Imperial System. Mm. Ricardo. I mean, I'll start this one. Yeah. It's metric. It's always metric. Obviously, it's metric. Who thinks in inches? It's like 12 inches make a foot that like five and a half foot make a stone. I don't know. No. One centimeter, a hundred of those is one meter. A hundred of the, a, a thousand of those is a kilometer. That it's, it's basic science. Yes. Mm. But where's the fun in that? Why, you, why does everything... The fun is you know so how logical. long you have to walk. <laughs> What's, what what was wrong with yards and miles and and feet feet yeah absolutely feet is actually quite a good way they of measuring use it stuff. quite a lot yeah for height you don't really say like you know I'm 162 centimeters exactly I do so it's like what's your height I'm in centimeters I'm like I don't know yeah no feet no okay, so let, let my pet peeve the weight in stone what the hell's a stone yeah to be fair the stone oh, yeah. thing I'm not too sure on. I have That's no idea weird. how many stones I am. I'm like at least one. I don't know. I feel, it sounds I feel very like archaic. In, yeah, in like 1066, after the Battle of Hastings, they were like, oh, do you know what? That stone weighs that amount. He weighs roughly the same amount, so you're about a stone. Although, <laughs> here's a fact. Apparently, the easiest way to lose a stone immediately is to cut off your head because it weighs a stone. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> maybe that's where that comes from then. Maybe. Exactly. Your, your head is a stone. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So for more diet tips for Harriet, just <laughs> keep on listening to the podcast. I don't know why I got that. Maybe yeah, it's it, true. Maybe it's Mary, not. Don't try it at home, kids. I think it's quite <laughs> nice to have a little bit of a, a mixture between the two, personally. Uh, you can use mm. your kilometers, but you can also use your feet. Why not? Mm. Yeah, I agree with that. Why choose? Why yeah. choose in anything? I feel like Ricardo's very, very plainly uh, got his foot down, sticking on. Oh. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. If I can't measure things on it, then I can't. I'm not going to follow it. Mm, I, I do think 
centimeters meters is the easiest thing to guess without a ruler like if you're ever like so what's a meter you can go like oh yeah that's like one charging cable or something (laughs) or or like for me like personally i'm pretty sure my little finger is about a centimeter so if someone says oh that's like five centimeters i could pretty much like just get my little finger and sort of you think your little finger is a centimeter long no, not a centimetre long. Sorry, a centi- did I say a centimetre long? I meant a yeah. centimetre wide. Right. <laughs> she lost She lost her little finger in a welding accident, Neil. You have to be really uh, careful. Harriet's about little finger is actually just a nail. Yes, <laughs> yeah. It's not all bad news. I uh, Yeah, and I now use it as a ruler. <laughs> yeah, so I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd be, happy with a, I'd be happy with a little mixture between the two. But, uh, hmm. That's what you have in England. That's why you... Yeah, exactly. It. I'm yeah. comfortable with it. Because you mm. have meters, but then you have like the the it's miles. It's I just I can't. Is imperial taught elsewhere at all? No, it's just England and the US. It yeah. does imperial also include uh, temperature as well? If it's yeah, like that, that's just the US. That's just the US. Yeah, so that that I do. Fahrenheit is just in the US. Interesting, and it's very. I mean, that's the other one that I have a really bugbear with is like. Like Celsius is just so simple. Zero Celsius, water freezes. Yeah. Hundred yeah. Celsius, water evaporates. Yeah. Fahrenheit, thirty-two, is like yeah. It, it, no, it, it's stupid. Like because like zero zero Celsius is really cold. A hundred Celsius, you die. Yep. Yeah. Like zero American. Fahrenheit, you die. <laughs> no, you don't. But you get close. And a hundred Fahrenheit is like quite a nice day in the beach but anyway let's go on to nicer things the next topic for this or that is movie or tv show quite a difficult one personally it is Uh, really depends on what tv show you're watching because a movie is typically around sort of an hour and a half roughly so you Mm. can just sit down and watch a movie as long as you have the time for it whereas a tv show you're really invested into it because it's episode after episode. So it's got to be a really good TV show to to keep you in. Whereas a movie, but the thing if is, you watch a it, bad it's movie, it's less of a time investment. Because yeah. like I always feel like, oh, I, I come home, I want to watch some TV. Do I really want to sit for like two and a half hours to watch a movie? No, I'm just gonna watch a TV show, and then I end up watching five episodes, and then I watch five hours. So, mm. but yeah, mm. I That's think true. for me it would. Um, Right now, at this moment, I would go TV show because I think that, that they are doing really good TV shows. Like the movies, I like. I can't remember the last movie that, like, ooh, this was really good. But TV shows, I yeah, have seen true. a couple really, really good ones. So I'm going to go with TV shows for this one. And TV shows, I always go back and watch as well. I go back and watch films. I forget films. That's also the benefits of having a good <laughs> memory. Is I've, I've experienced so many films for like Shutter Island. The big Ooh. sort of like reveal in that. That's a crazy like, film. No way! Like twice. <laughs> it was great. Um, Harriet, I'm gonna blow your mind. You should watch The Sixth Sense. Yeah, I don't think I. Oh, no, I have. I have watched that, but I can't remember it. <laughs> oh, there <laughs> That's the thing. Like, really have I watched like it? it? <laughs> Who knows? You're really gonna like it. Again. Yeah. Yeah. There are there are definite pros to having a bad memory. Um, but I think if you if you compare like films with the same budget um, as a TV show. Or no, TV shows with the same budget as a film. You often get really great TV shows yeah. if they're given like the same amount, and you get to know the characters more. You know, there's a bit more development. Whereas with movies, you're like, 
is you know the, the character that's bad is then good in the space of like half an hour you're like that how did that happen you know they would he was just or she or they they were just bad and now they're good it's it's a bit harder to swallow sometimes with plots you're like it's it's not as realistic yeah i think that's fair and, and tv shows like scrubs or community or something like that that's something i could always go back and watch whereas mm. a film i feel like you have to be in the mood for it sometimes whereas mm. your favorite tv shows you can always you can always go back and watch yeah although there is something nice about the event of going to the cinema true and, oh yes you know especially if you go to like a nice cinema as well like we have a an everyman cinema love an everyman love an everyman oh, they have the sofas you can order the food so just drinks to your seat <laughs> sounds like my life not picky uh, it's I, I i again like i'm gonna be the bad person i i like the idea of like those vip luxury cinemas but if you put me laying down on a bed because there are some of them that's actually a bed like you're laying down on a bed and you get food I, i'm gonna take a nap i'm sorry if the movie's bad i'm just gonna sleep just oh, to, I, make sure you don't drop any chocolate on the floor or your dog may die <laughs> don't bring your dog exactly speaking of which our next topic is plants or pets and i know the herod has both <laughs> yes i have many of plants <laughs> many yeah one of pet <laughs> <laughs> so herod you're the best one equipped to, to talk yeah, about this yeah i think yeah I'll, I'll kick it off um i i think plants although i have many it does not mean that i love them more than I have I could not imagine I have about I have about 30 I'm not kidding about 30 plants oh wow that does wow yeah it's basically um, a garden center yes if you went into <laughs> our living room they are everywhere um I don't look after them because I'm not trusted to look after them because I forget to water them which is why we still have 30 plants but that does not equate to my love because I really love cats but that does not mean I want 30 cats so not yet <laughs> Wait till you get to my age. That's true. Um but and the reason why I have 30 plants is because they just they do nothing. They just sit there and they're great, but they're not very entertaining. Like who has Instagrams for their plants? Like this Oh, there are people. I'm sure people do. Do they? No, but just there for one single Instagram one plants. single plant. Like I can we, imagine if you we have live a... In a very weird world, Harriet. <laughs> no, no, that is true. That is true. What am I saying? There is probably somewhere. But I, I love the thought of that at the same time. Like, this is Joshua. Joshua's been sitting by this window today, and he his favourite things to do are to have a bit of plant food and a bit of a... <laughs> synthesis. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, with those Instagrams where they they're, it's like the pets talking, so it's from the perspective of the pet, with the oh, perspective yeah. of a plant. I quite like the idea of that. Like, hello, I'm, I'm Beatrice. Sebastian. I'm, Yes, I'm a I'm a lovely cheese plant. I've I've been growing for about six months now, and my parents uh, forget to water me every now and again. I just I love the idea of that. There you go. I think Herod um, has a winner there. New Instagram. Account yeah, I mean, there. yeah. There we go. I think just for the purpose. I'm thinking business here. That plants <laughs> are all a business. Um, but no, honestly, if it, I, I would have to say pets. Like my my cat is really annoying. He interrupts at the most inappropriate times, but. There is nothing better than opening that door, getting home, and there's a pet or, you know, there's my cat just waiting for me. Um, and he's doing it now. I'm looking down at him now and he's staring at me. He just <laughs> loves me. 
unconditionally yeah, or he's just wait, waiting for his dinner that's the thing with pets it's un- unconditional love uh especially yeah. when you open the door and you hear the you're like oh yeah. something's coming to <laughs> say hello to me it's a nice yeah. little feeling yeah like no matter what is going on with your day your pet is there yeah you they're still they're constant. still cool with you they don't care mm. about what you said to sally <laughs> the only thing is pets poop plants only die or well, pets die if you give them chocolate uh but we we've established this as episode uh i don't know yeah i mean the one thing plants are easier to take care of but they definitely don't give you the same satisfaction as a little puppy dog just like being all slobbery on you like oh i'm really happy that you got home i want a puppy anyway <laughs> yes Ruby. yes pets pets i think yeah all right um I actually saw a little wiener dog yesterday and I, 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 I usually am kind of like, I'm, I'm not going to go disturb them, but I'm like, I'm sorry, can I go say hello? And then the, 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 they were so happy to see me. I was just like, yeah, I want one. Anyway, on from my love of wieners to the next topic, which is dress up or dress down. Uh, it's a very easy one for me. It's dress down. I, as, as both of you know, uh, I, I wear shorts uh, basically every single day of my life. Um, if I'm not wearing shorts, something's either gone very wrong or I'm trying to, uh, dress to impress for the day. Um, but yeah, I, I wear shorts. I am currently wearing shorts. Um, if I could have worn shorts at my wedding, I would have, uh, but I probably wouldn't have had the wedding if I did. Um, yeah, dress down <laughs> every day. No question. Mm, I would agree. I would say, um, as a woman, it is very hard work dressing up with high heels it is it's pain for beauty isn't it it's it's not worth it for me i am much more comfortable in trainers slouchy uh, t-shirts you don't have to wear anything too short you know it's it's just easier isn't it there's a lot less maintenance going on there and your your feet will thank you actually, at the end of the day and yeah. people are more relaxed when they're dressed down so people people are happier mm. that's very yeah. true I do. I, I will say, like, I, I, I had to go to a wedding a couple of weeks ago and like for the first time in years. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it wasn't my wedding, so even better. Uh, but it is a lot of work and like the shoes are uncomfortable and like the, the suit hugs you in weird places. But you do kind of like have that. Oh, it's a photo op. It's a special occasion. It does give that like, oh, it's nice. It's a nice day where we're, we're dressing up. We're going out. Uh, but yes, absolutely. For comfort. I, I just love when I'm going to work because I get to work in shorts and 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 like sneakers. So I'm walking down the street and I see this person like on a very hot day, like having to wear a suit and like sweating. And I'm like, I'm going to work in shorts. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I do feel that sense of accomplishment. Uh, I've made it in life. I get to l- leave my calves out to be seen at work. <laughs> so we've established we all our slobs mm-hmm. but do we clean the next topic and last topic for the episode is paper towel or tea towel i i would have to say you've got to think of the planet with this one i think you know if you're cleaning up with a, a tea towel yes it's annoying yes you have to wash them out and, and use them again if you're, you're drying up spills and things um but the amount of paper towels that get discarded and you're just using new ones and isn't it just the worst thing when you get to the end of a roll and you really need to dry something up, but you've used every single paper towel and you've got nothing. And then you turn to the, the tea towel and it's always there like a good friend. So I have to say good for the planet and it's just convenient. For me, it depends 
what sort of tea towel you have. So a lot of people mm. have these tea towels that are sort of canvassy almost. And I don't get those ones because they don't <gasps> absorb yes, anything. I know what you mean. You need a paper towel that's absorbent. No, they don't absorb. Yeah, yeah, the canvas ones are useless. Um, so if you've got a decent tea towel, realistically, you should have two. And of course, you hang them on the oven, I assume, mm-hmm. the little ha- uh, the handle. You put, pop them there. You know where they are. They're always there. If you're a really yeah. fancy chef, you probably have one in your back pocket or in the apron. Paper towels have their purpose, but again, yeah, environmentally wise, do we really need it anymore when we've got actual towels? Uh, so yeah, tea towel probably. Honestly, I, I I agree. The environment needs to be saved, but uh, I really struggled not to use a lot of paper towels. It's just so easy. They're really, especially like the the brawny ones, like the big ones that the really lush ones, the one that really kills the planet. Those are the really good ones. Mm. They're basically tea towels that you use once and throw out. Yeah. So I I refrain yeah. refrain from using them. But like every now and again, when there's a really bad spill that's when i'm gonna reach for those teeth for those uh, paper towels there's some great adverts for them as well there's there's that plenty uh, brand and i, I like the uh juan's are plenty he's a, a <laughs> yeah. i enjoy that yeah and I, I have to say one of the worst things is getting a new tea towel and using it on a like um a wet plate for the first time and you just come away with a really hairy plate yeah and it's yeah. just and then you have to get another tea towel or or then a paper towel just to get the hair off yeah. so that, that work. is pretty annoying mm. if you've got a good tea towel you're onto a winner it's crucial you need a nice absorbent mm. plush tea towel mm. choose wisely yeah. another nickname for ricardo in uh, college <laughs> were you there <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is the end of the episode tonight. So we're very happy that we had Harriet with us. And what have we learned, kids? We've learned that if you have gotten a personalized birthday card from Harriet, you're really her friend. If you haven't, then probably check in with her. Get yourself some Belgium chocolate. The puppy blood is in your hands. I swear I had five rolls. Play Aya Ding Dong. Want to have a good time? Dodge, duck, div, dive, and dodge. Want to lose a stone? Harriet's Marie Antoinette diet will help you. Nobody likes a hairy plate, but if you have a good tea towel, you're as happy as someone on Comic Sunday in Monaco. If you like any of our jokes, you can listen to the episode again. Harriet should, because she already forgot it. Thank you very <laughs> much, Harriet, for coming to our podcast. Uh, what is your Instagram handle so we can all follow you in your lovely, lovely illustrations? Yeah, it's Harriet Noble Art. Thank you so much for coming on uh, to The Blind Debate. We've really appreciated it. Great. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Amazing. If you are following, uh, going to follow Harriet on Instagram, follow us as well. Why not? We're nice. Our Instagram handle is at Blind Debate Podcast. Thank you for listening to The Blind Debate. I've been Neil. I've been Ricardo. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.